The draft is tomorrow night. The 2022 NFL draft is getting ready to kick off this weekend. And with so many Arizona State Sun Devils entering the NFL landscape, where do we think they're going to go? We're going to talk about that right now on the Wednesday edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. You are Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils, football, basketball, baseball, and otherwise. As always, thank you guys so much for making the Locked On Sun Devils your first listen every day. Remember, we're free and available on all platforms, such as Spotify, the Odyssey app. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We're on YouTube if you want to check this podcast out on a visual platform. But wherever you get your podcast, make sure that you like, subscribe, comment, share, five-star, rate, all that good stuff. Make sure you stay up to date with us. This is a Monday through Friday podcast covering everything that happens to the Arizona State University. Don't want to miss anything, so make sure that you have those notifications turned on for whenever we upload a new podcast. That being said, we got a lot to dive into today. Solely NFL Draft. The entirety of this episode is going to be covering the NFL draft, particularly where we think that Sun Devil players are going to end up going. So let's not waste any more time. Let's dive into it. What I want to do is I want to go from the top prospects down the list because Arizona State has a lot of guys that have left the program because their eligibility has run out and they're going pro. So why not start with a bang? Let's start with the obvious name. Rashad White is entering the NFL draft. His eligibility ran out after two years with the program. Now, he probably could have applied and received an extra season for the COVID year because he only played the four games that the rest of the team got to play in 2020. However, he opted to deny the remainder of his eligibility to enter the draft. And he goes in as one of the hottest names on the running back market right now. There, there is a lot of intrigue as to, as to what is in store here for the star running back for Arizona State. Now, if you, if you are living under a rock for some reason, there is very little that, that Rashad White does not bring to the table for you. He's a great inside and outside runner, makes beautiful cuts, knows how to adjust to whatever the defense is giving him. And more than anything... He has a prowess as being a stud receiver for whoever is going to end up drafting him. So overall, according to TDN, obviously the draft network, they have him ranked, I have it right in front of me here, as the 87th overall prospect, which puts him firmly in the, excuse me, in the third round. Now, they have an interesting comparison to him for him that I actually like quite a bit. And that would be Kenyon Drake. And I can, I can absolutely see where they're kind of connecting those dots and how they're lining those two up with each other. Because I think that I, I, I think that Rashad white just truly does bring a lot to the table the way that Kenyon Drake does. And they, they don't play as big as they come across 
to be doing so because I, I feel like I'm kind of stumbling on my words here. I, I feel like Rashad White doesn't play like a six foot one running back and a big bruiser. Instead, I feel like he plays like this silky smooth kind of gliding, smaller scat back. Like he's just so graceful for as big as he is. And the ability to be a receiver is what is setting him apart from the rest, from the rest of this draft class. I would tell you it's pretty much between him and Kyron Williams for who the best receiving back is in this class. And Rashad White is quite a bit bigger and definitely has a lot more hype coming into this draft process. So where do I think he's going to go? I think, I think 87 would be a very, very best case scenario for Rashad White. I don't know if I see him getting taken that high because this would put him firmly in the third round. It's definitely like a pipe dream scenario for all of us Sun Devil fans. Obviously, we want to see our guys get taken high, especially somebody who was as great for the program as as Rashad White was. So where do I think? I think early fourth round is where I would I would place my money, quote unquote, if I were a betting man, which I am not, except when I go to bet online, but neither here nor there. Point is, I think the smart money would probably be to put Rashad White in the fourth round, if for no other reason than just because of the positional value and teams just don't look at running backs as uh, premier positions the way that they did even just 10 years ago. So I think Rashad White, probably a fourth round kind of guy. If you went in the third round, obviously I'd be celebrating and I'd be ecstatic for him. As far as fits go, I'm not going to do too many of these because I just don't really like trying to do team fits or pro comparisons off the top of my head. But I think that staying in Arizona not only is good for the Cardinals, I think it's good for him for a lot of reasons. And remember, he was on the podcast a little while ago and talked about how he wouldn't mind staying in Arizona to continue building his family out here. So I would like to see him stay in Arizona for a plethora of reasons. But more than anything, I think that he would be a very good fit for what what the what the Cardinals like to do with their offense because he is a really good pass catching back. So that's that's pretty much where I stand with my opinion here on Rashad White. Moving on to our next guys, we're going to look at both the corners here. Of course, being Jack Jones and Chase Lucas. They have, according to the Draft Network again, they have Chase Lucas as their 159th ranked prospect. And, or excuse me, not not uh, not ranked. This is their predictive big board. They have him ranked somewhere in that ballpark. And they have Jack Jones at 165, both of those being fifth round values. Now, I personally prefer Jack to Chase. But that's because I like the aggressiveness and the mantra of I'm just going to punch you in the mouth and just take you completely out of the game the way that Jack Jones has that mentality. Now, obviously, he'd be a top 10 pick if he wasn't a racer. But the point is, I prefer Jack to chase. I obviously don't know what NFL teams are thinking. But both of them kind of graded out very similar for the Sun Devils during the draft process. And I feel like that's going to be the case 
in in the NFL draft come come draft night. Well, spoiler alert, draft draft morning because I think that they're both day three picks as well. I think both of them should go in the fourth to fifth round. It wouldn't shock me if Jack Jones really slipped because there are those, you know, quote unquote character concerns with Jack coming into into the pros now because of the stuff that happened at USC and because of the the commitment issues that appeared to bubble to the surface this past year and some of the some of the headbutting that he did with the coaching staff. So it wouldn't shock me if Jack Jones ended up slipping quite a bit in the draft, whereas I think Chase could benefit and climb up the draft a little bit because Chase is a squeaky clean prospect in terms of character issues. There, there are none. And he is a strong leader and a guy who has proven to be more than reliable for Arizona State. He's got the production. He's got the frame of work. And overall, I, I feel like what Chase Lucas brings to the table is is very, very enticing for NFL teams. I feel like Chase is probably a fifth-round guy. And I know this is going to sound crazy. In terms of talent, I think Jack Jones is a fourth-round pick. When everything's all said and done, and I, I don't agree with this. I'm I'm putting my name out there right now that I do not agree with this. But I would not be surprised if Jack Jones was a seventh-round pick. He should not be. Jack Jones should be drafted just as high as Chase Lucas. I think Jack is the better prospect between the two. I think Jack Jones is, a, is an absolute monster. And I, I love that little baby Marcus Peters comparison, and not just because I'm a Ravens fan, but I I think that teams are really going to regret letting Jack Jones slip, and we're, we're just going to find out over the weekend whether or not the teams are going to look into those perceived character concerns, quote-unquote, that, that this could be an ongoing issue, which I don't think it is at all because – Short of short of sleeping in for team meetings, and I'm I'm not sweeping that off to the side. You get you gotta you gotta make sure that football is your top priority. You can't be sleeping in for team meetings and this, that, and the other. But I don't think he's a character concern for the team or any team. And I'm hoping the NFL teams agree with me because if they let him slip, he's gonna make some guys pay for it. But overall, I think Chase is a fifth round guy. I think Jack, because of all the baggage that he has as a seventh round guy based on talent. He's a fourth round guy. So I'll go ahead and stamp it. I got Rashad white four. I got chase Lucas five and I got Jack Jones seven and I'm not happy about it, but that's going to go ahead and wrap up the first handful of guys that I want to talk about here. We're going to hop into our first break. And when we return, we'll get right back into the conversation. This is the locked on Sun Devils podcast. Guys. I know it's that time of year when you're ready to give up on your new year's resolutions. But trust me, you got to stick to them because Built Bar is putting out an absolutely amazing protein bar that's going to change the way that you look at protein bars. If you haven't had the Puffs yet, you're absolutely missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're, they're fluffy, they're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar, they're a treat. And just like all Built Bars, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors like yummy cinnamon churro. Coconut, marshmallow, banana cream pie, they're all so good. They're going to be your new favorites. If you go to built.com and scroll down to the macros chart, you'll be blown away when you see that these bars are high in protein, low in calorie, high in fiber, 
fiber, low in carbs, and again, covered in 100% real chocolate. You compare it to a candy bar, which is hundreds of calories, 30 plus grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. And the best part is Built Bar has so many different flavors to choose from. From mint brownie to coconut and coconut almond, and new for this month, the white chocolate cookies and cream. They're all delicious, and new flavors are coming out all the time. They think a flavor might be good. They'll make it. It'll be delicious, and it'll be good for you. At Built Bar, they're all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first and then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every single time. So here's the offer. Go to Built.com right now. Type in the promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Again, that's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. And again, thank you guys so much for making the Locked on Sundowns your first listen every day. If you guys are big NFL draft fans, make sure that you tune in to the Locked On NFL Drafts live coverage. For the first time ever, Locked On is hosting live coverage of the 2022 NFL Draft from our studios in Dallas with pick-by-pick analysis from our local team experts and draft gurus. Tune in all three days as our draft team guides you through every pick and every trade in real time. It all starts on Thursday, April 28th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Available on the Locked On NFL on YouTube page and on the Odyssey app. Again, guys. As, as I've been saying, there's so many Sun Devils in this class. You want to make sure that you're staying tuned so that you can see all the amazing things that people have to say about the Sun Devils. But I'll go ahead and take over in the meantime. Hopping back into our conversation here about where NFL, uh, where, where Arizona State's NFL prospects are going to go, we're going to hop into our next three. So we already talked about Rashad White and the corners. Hopping in now to... Donovan West. Donovan West, of course, being the team center. He is the fourth highest uh, Arizona State Sun Devil on the draft list for the team. West has some versatility to play guard and center. He is strictly an inside guy, though. He's not getting kicked out on the outside to tackle. And either way, he plays at a very high level. Remember, this is a guy that at one point in time, Mel Kuyper had as one of his highest graded offensive linemen uh, in, in terms of like interior. He had him as the number two center, only behind Tyler Linderbaum, who could be a first-round pick. Man, his, his stock has been weird, but that, that's a whole other podcast that you guys should listen to. Point being, Donovan West is definitely going to benefit from not a great center draft, and because of the steep drop-off that is Tyler Linderbaum to the next guy, which could be Donovan West. I think West is really going to benefit from a scenario like that. So they have him pegged right now as the 186th overall on their predictive big board, which plants him firmly in the sixth round. I think that West is going to go higher than this, actually. I think that there is going to be more perceived value on the center position because of how quickly it drops off from Linderbaum to the next guy. I understand that there's some intriguing options, maybe like Alec Lindstrom from Boston College. Uh, Maybe some people like the idea of kicking Kenyon Green all the way into the middle of the offensive line, but obviously the medicals are an issue there. Overall, I feel like in terms of like a pure center prospect that Donovan West is one of the three best kind of prospects for, for for that position in this draft. I feel like Donovan West has proven that he can stand out. I think he can anchor. I think he's a very smart guy. I think 
he's higher than a sixth round pick. I think he's probably in that mid to late fifth round range. It wouldn't shock me if he was picked in the top 150, somewhere in that range. I'm, I'm not sure because I'm honestly just taking stuff and throwing it at the wall and pretending like I know what I'm talking about. But overall, center is a very weak position after Tyler Linderbaum. Teams need centers more than ever with how how much offenses depend on a passing game. So having a signal caller like uh, Donovan West is essential for all NFL offenses, and I think West is going to benefit from that. I'll say fifth round for him. Next up is Darian Butler, who is probably the mascot of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. The Draft Network has him pegged as the 200th overall on their predicted big board. Here's the thing. This dude is a baller. You want to talk about good football players. Darian Butler is a good football player. I'll gush about him all day long. This dude flies around the field. He's sideline to sideline. He's very instinctive. He's very smart. He's a good athlete. The only thing that's really holding him back is his height, his size in general. He's five, five foot ten. I mean, if you, if you want to round up from five ten and a half, he's five eleven on a good day. 221 pounds. So the build is good. He's definitely a lot shorter than you would like for your typical linebacker. And that's gonna that's gonna affect where teams are taking a look at him, unfortunately, because he is undersized, and you're going to go to the pros where everybody is significantly bigger than you, and people are gonna wonder if he's going to be outmatched or not. And that's that's the interesting situation here is. Does a talented player unfortunately see their their actual their actual body build catch up to them? Or can Darian Butler be the exception here? Because based off of talent, to me, this is a top 100 player. But unfortunately, when you have to factor in the fact that there have been tons of players that have come through the NFL that are very similar to Darian Butler, that are good football players, but simply just don't have the, the the naturally gifted aspects of being a football player, they just don't translate, which I feel like is the situation that Butler is going to find himself in, which is why I feel like getting drafted is a very best case scenario for Butler. I feel like, unfortunately, he's probably like a seventh round pick because for no other reason than just because of the build. Again, based off of talent, to me, this is a top 100 guy. Even even based on the build, I would still take him in like the fifth or sixth round. The, bottom line, this guy is draftable and should be drafted. But it, it just it it all comes down to how is an NFL team going to view a guy who is? Let, let's be honest, he's undersized, and we're we're not a hundred percent sure if that's going to end up truly being a handicap or if he can rise above the circumstances that he has. So. Overall, I, f- I feel like he's probably a seventh-round pick. I would take him in the fifth or sixth, probably the sixth. I'll, unfortunately, I'll go seventh here. I think Darian Butler is a seventh-round pick. Next up, Kellen Deesh. Man, what a roller coaster ride he has been on for his, for his draft stock. There was a point in time where Kellen Deesh was looked at as a day-two pick. We talked about him potentially as one of the one of the first – seven or eight offensive linemen, not offensive linemen, offensive tackles off the board. And the dude 
for whatever reason is is seemingly trending downward on his draft stock as of right now the draft network has him as their 217th player on their predicted big board they do for what it's worth have him graded as a fifth round talent but he is definitely not where he was just a couple of weeks ago let alone like just you, you get my point. Bottom line here is it feels like Deesh is starting to get slept on. To me, it's going to be another similar situation to a Donovan West where the the need and the positional value that Deesh has, and he plays left tackle, that's going to push him up boards. And I feel like because of that, I'll, I'll be totally frank. If he went on day two, wouldn't be shocked because he's athletic and he's got he's got the height at 6'7". He is light. He's only 299. But thankfully, with when you're as big as he is, you can afford to add on. You can afford to add on quite a bit of weight. I think that he can definitely turn himself into some kind of starting caliber offensive lineman. I... I feel like teams are going to want to gamble on a guy that's as big and as, as athletic as Deesh is. So I'm not I'm not buying this at all for this this se- uh, sixth round value that they have him at. Uh, I think I said seventh earlier. According to where the picks fall, two seventeen would put him in the sixth round. I'm not buying that at all. I I feel like this guy is I'll, I'll say firmly a fourth round pick. Again, it wouldn't shock me if he went day two. People are going to look at this kid, and it, again, I'm not I'm not big on comparisons, but and th- this could be admittedly a really bad comparison, but I feel like I see Samuel Cosme from last year. the The ceiling, obviously, on Cosme is way higher. I don't know that Deesha is a Pro Bowl caliber player the way that I think Cosme could turn into for Washington. But with that being said. In, in terms of like raw athleticism, I feel like the two could be similar. But again, I'm not a professional, and half the time I don't know what I'm talking about. Bottom line here, I think Deesh is going to be a fourth or fifth round pick. If he went late the way they have him, where he's towards the end of the sixth round, I'd be floored. I would, I I would have no words. I would have absolutely no idea how to respond to something like that. So. Let's go ahead, hop into our final break. When we return, we're going to go ahead and cap it off with a couple more players who are on the outside looking in right now. We'll talk about them in just a moment. This is the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. This episode of Locked on Sun Devils is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now nearly impossible for your local chain auto parts store to store all of the parts you need for your vehicle. Why? Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computers and choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more on the same price on the same parts from a chain auto auto store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years with reliably low prices for every customer. They have everything you could need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. 
Go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their how, how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, let's not waste any more time now if I can get back on the screen. There we are. We have three more players that I want to talk about, and unfortunately, we can probably go through them pretty quick because the Draft Network only has one of them in their in in their their little scope of where these guys are ranked. So the last guy they have here is DJ Davidson, the nose tackle for the Sun Devils. They have him ranked at 266, which is an undrafted prediction for for the for the 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 draft. There's 253 picks, I believe. So this would leave DJ Davidson on the outside looking in. Now look, it is promising that he was invited to the NFL Combine. However, the Combine is not the end-all, be-all. And going to the Combine does not guarantee you get drafted because you you have plenty of guys every year who don't go who get drafted and plenty of guys who do go and don't get drafted. It's just the nature of the beast. So Davidson getting a Combine invite does not guarantee him getting drafted. And that's where we find ourselves here with the Draft Network predicting him to go undrafted I don't know how I feel. Obviously, I feel like all of our Sun Devils should be drafted because I got to see them play, and I feel like the vast majority of our guys are good enough for that next level. Unfortunately, with Davidson, I feel like he is an undrafted guy. I just don't know that you look at any one aspect of his game and sit there and go, yeah, no, that's elite. We want him on our team to be a starter. I don't even know if they see him as as like a like a potential rotational piece i think he's a guy who you bring into camp and he's a pleasant surprise and you kind of go this guy's got he's got that factor that we're looking for where he wants to prove himself and he plays with that chip on his shoulder i feel like that's davidson because he definitely maybe didn't come out of nowhere this year but no one was expecting him to be arguably the best defensive lineman that the sun devils had and I, I mean, quickly started making a name for himself. He went to the to the East West Shrine Bowl. He went to the Combine. He is definitely a name that NFL teams are keeping an eye on. So I think at the end of the day, with all of this coming into mind, he could sneak into the end of the draft as like a seventh round pick. Unfortunately, I just don't know how confident I am, like definitively saying that he is going to get drafted. So unfortunately, I do think he probably is an undrafted guy right now. The last two guys I want to touch on, Tyler Johnson and Curtis Hodges, both guys who are not even ranked from the draft network, which is interesting that at least Hodges isn't ranked considering Curtis Hodges went to the combine and has the athletic profile to be a really, really good tight end if developed properly. And he did show some of that upside, but neither here nor there. Bottom line is they don't have him ranked. They don't have Tyler Johnson ranked. Johnson, unfortunately, isn't too much of a surprise. He he is one of those guys, though, where I feel like he's going to come in and he's going to work his you-know-what off. Tyler Johnson is a, like, a, like a man's man and a leader in the locker room and a guy who the other players definitely gravitate towards. I think that Tyler Johnson could be a camp body that will get called on. I feel like he definitely gets a phone call, like 
pretty quickly. I don't think he's one of those guys that sits a while. Same for Curtis Hodges if he doesn't get drafted, which in one sense would surprise me, but in another sense wouldn't surprise me because Hodges reminds me of, of a less productive, oh my God, what was his name? Hunter something. Hunter something from from Washington, and that's going to absolutely kill me. I'm going to be looking that up while I keep going. But he was one of those guys that I believed was destined to be uh, Bryant. I didn't even need to finish looking it up. Hunter Bryant. I thought he was a guy who was absolutely getting drafted, and he didn't get drafted. He was picked up pretty quickly by the Detroit Lions as a undrafted free agent. But I feel like Hodge is kind of in the same boat. Like he's that that freaky build tight end where he's like that big ball of clay and you hope that you can mold him into something great. The problem is the floor is really low because Arizona State didn't get to develop this freakish athletic tight end that they had in Hodges. And Hodges definitely needs a lot of developing. So I I would feel very confident especially after the NFL took an interest in him to invite him to the combine. I feel like he's going to be one of the primary calls by the end of the draft. If he does not get drafted, it also would not shock me if he was a seventh round pick and a team just wanted to ensure that they have the rights to Hodges to start developing him and behind the scenes and see if that they can turn, they can turn him into something special. So that, that pretty much is, the the major Arizona State Sun Devils that are in this draft. DeAndre Pierce, Evan Fields are both graduates that are in the draft. I don't know what their future holds. You've literally heard nothing about them during the entire process, so I don't know if going pro is a very realistic option for them. But again, as an Arizona State fan, obviously I'm rooting for these guys to make it to the next level. But those are the nine guys who stand out to me, and those are the guys that I'm going to end it with. So thank you guys so much for making the Locked on Sun Devils your first listen every day. Remember, this podcast is free and available on all platforms, which includes Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. If you want to swing by Spotify or the Odyssey app, we're there as well. You can check us out on YouTube if you want to see this podcast in a visual platform. Remember, the podcast is available Monday through Friday, giving you the best Arizona State Sun Devils football, basketball, baseball, and otherwise content in the whole wide world. It is Monday through Friday. I can't remember if I already mentioned that or not. But you can also make sure if you're on Twitter, you can follow me at RichieBrads36 and you can follow the podcast at LO underscore Sun Devils. Do me a favor, make your second listen locked on NFL Draft. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. Just like the Locked on Sun Devils, it's free and available on all platforms. And until next time, Sun Devil fans, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun Devils.